0: The Neverland Podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get your free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com slash Neverland Podcast. There are over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. The Neverland Podcast number 10.
3: Take a star to the right and stay out until
2: morning.
0: Hello, and welcome to the Neverland Podcast. I am your host, as usual, Jeremy, and you may be noticing a bit different uh, sound quality than what you're used to expecting from me. I've been having some technical problems here with uh, the computer I tend to record my podcast on. I guess that's what I get for being a guy podcasting on a PC instead of a Mac. Okay, now pick yourself off the floor after hearing that one, and let's just get on with Neverland. Uh, Now, we're going to do something kind of fun here. I've found some rather rare audio that I didn't really know completely existed that uh, I'm going to share with you today. Uh, But before we get to that, of course I have a bit of news for the day and also uh, I got a movie review for you. I have recently uh, viewed the Lego movie and I will have a full review for you. So uh, let's get started, shall we?
2: Okay, and we're rolling and action. Just Go ahead when you're ready. Sorry, I wasn't listening. I've just been batmailing on my bat phone. Yeah, can you just do the line, please? I am Batman. No, the other line. Oh, right. I'm supposed to
4: say some baloney about how you shouldn't click that skip button.
2: Yeah, the sooner you do that, the sooner we can show people the trailer for the Lego movie.
4: Ah, fine, 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 fine. Crank up those subwoofers, dude, and check this out.
2: Good morning, apartment. Ready to start the day. Jumping jacks, hit them. One, two, three. I am so pumped up! Yes! Overpriced coffee. That's $37.
0: Awesome! Everything is awesome! Oh my gosh,
2: I love Everything this song! Is cool when you're part of the team. Everything is awesome! Ah, no, guys, wait up! Uh,
1: <laughs> where am I?
3: Come with me if you wanna not die is happening you're the special and the prophecy states that you're the most important person in the universe that's you right uh yes
4: that's me relax everybody i'm here
1: Batman! awesome who are you here to see i'm
4: here to see your butt
1: oh my gosh uh,
2: pow wham uh, uh. first try uh. My fellow master builders, Hello. Lord Business plans to end the world as we know it. There is yet one hope. The special has arisen. I know what you're thinking. He is the least qualified person to lead us. And you
4: are right. A house divided against itself would be better than
2: this. Abraham Lincoln. I'm not the special. I'm just a
1: regular, normal guy. You have the ability to be the special because I believe in you. Whoa!
2: DESTROY HIM! Aloha, loser!
4: We'll wing it. That's a bad pun. Take him to the melding chamber.
2: Isn't there supposed to also be a good cop? Hi, buddy. Would you like a glass of water? Yeah, actually. Too bad. We are entering your mind. What? I don't think he's ever had an original thought. That's not true. Introducing the double-decker couch. So everyone could watch TV together and be buddies. That is
3: literally the dumbest thing I've ever heard.
2: Let me handle this. That idea is just the worst. To the Batmobile! Dang it.
3: To the invisible jet! Dang it. In
2: this
0: Okay, so Friday evening, I went out to go see the Lego Movie. Kind of went on my own. My wife was working, and she wasn't really interested in seeing uh, it. We hadn't really seen a whole lot of the, the trailers or previews to really know what it was about. All we knew it was a stop motion movie with Legos, which to me sounded completely awesome. And I've got to say, visually, the Lego Movie is fantastic. The things they do with the stop motion animation and things you, you know how they kind of got around. With uh, normally the heads can only kind of turn with a little Lego figure but they kind of managed to do some different things to kind of move them around and having of course probably different faces that had different uh, facial expressions and different things for the mouth uh, just a wonderful piece of work and even uh, there's a scene where they're kind of on the ocean on a ship and the waves going by are actually just fully made of Legos. There are special effects made of Legos, laser bolts, explosions and all of them, even clouds of dust all made of Legos. So visually we're talking about an impressive feat in Stop motion animation. Uh, The cast includes Will Arnett, uh, Elizabeth Banks, Craig Berry, Allison Brie, uh, David Burroughs, Anthony Daniels even. Uh, Yes, and Keith Ferguson as Han Solo. So Anthony Daniels, uh, you probably know him as C-3PO. There is an appearance by them. Uh, Very funny. Uh, I found this movie to be highly entertaining. I laughed a lot of things. Now a lot of the the humor is really it's aimed at very it's kind of predictable young humor uh, which basically means you can take your kids and both of you are going have a good time. Uh, I especially did enjoy Liam Neeson's character. Uh, he is this cop. Uh, now I forgot the name of that character, but he is this cop. He is he is bad cop. Uh, I think that's all they really had for a name for him. It's just bad cop. But he had two heads, and he would switch around and be his happy cop, and then he would also be his his bad cop self, where one with sunglasses and one with glasses, and he kept switching between these two personalities uh, until the villain, played by Will Ferrell, who is Lord Business, President Business, um, he goes and wipes out the evil, the, the good face, so only the evil face remains. Uh, also, the cast features Morgan Freeman as Vitruvius, who is like this head wizard guy, and who makes a prophecy, and that's the plot of the movie. He makes this prophecy that this uh, certain piece, the P Piece of resistance would be found by some special, you know, master builder who would be able to save the world of Lego. And really, it is like an entire play set. Now, I don't want to give anyway, any spoilers or ruin anything. I was kind of, there's kind of a surprise that you kind of see coming when you're watching the film. Uh, and I do recommend highly go ahead and see the film. And yes, it is a bunch of toys, but this is really a, a, a something that the parents will enjoy when they take their children. It's a, a joy as a family. I mean, heck, I'm a 36 year old man and I kind of went by myself and uh, I had a uh, another fella who came along and uh, he had asked me if uh, there was room and a seat next to me and everything for him to set his jacket size. And, and I told him, "says so, well, that's, that's fine. You know, my wife isn't coming. She's working right now and she didn't want to see this anyway. So I just came by myself. I said, I'm 36 years old and I don't care. I like a Lego movie. So and he says, well, that's all right. I'm 38 and I'm just using my kids as an excuse because I wanted to see this. So <laughs> there's a, a universal appeal. We all have played with Legos and built stuff. Some of us, you know, follow the instructions and just try to get some semblance of what the, the set was for. And then after maybe we build that, that's when we start getting kind of creative and we start trying to do our own thing. Uh, And that's actually a a kind of a a big theme in this movie. It is very funny. There's instructions for life, and the instructions for life pretty much that they're looking at are all Lego instructions. Uh, Very clever, a lot of fun. Uh, I highly recommend getting it. And the song, I swear, will get stuck in your head uh, that everything is awesome. You will be humming that on your way home. (laughs) Great, wonderful movie. I highly recommend it. Okay, moving on to some fun comic book related movie news. Uh, Garthiness and Steve Dillon's Preacher, uh, which I never actually read, but uh, very popular. Uh, I believe it's a DC series. Uh, it's officially heading to AMC. Now, of course, AMC has been able to have some rather gritty uh, content, and they're kind of watched a whole different uh, level of what you're allowed to put on television with some of their series that are considered in a lot of ways groundbreaking, so I'm sure that Preacher will come out in the same vein, uh, but it has been officially confirmed that AMC and Sony TV will be producing this this film, or this uh, series. Uh, also, there is talk that Marvel is prepping Guardians of the Galaxy sequel for 2016, uh, and it's kind of unannounced right now, uh, but currently, you know, they're thinking maybe May 6, 2016, to go along with Warner Brothers' Batman vs. Superman film. Uh, And while we're talking about things going on in the rumor mill, uh, there has been reports and Gary Oldman has said that he has been contacted to perhaps have a role in the upcoming Star Wars Part 7. Now, nothing has been confirmed. They're just in talk. So you take this kind of with a grain of salt, you know, something could come up to where he doesn't do the role. Uh, We don't know yet. Well, we'll wait for an official announcement. But it's very an exciting possibility there usually is in each of the Star Wars films some sort of established actor. You know, uh, after all, Alec Guinness was well known for Doctor Zhivago. Uh, even the man who played Grand Moff Tarkin, uh, he had been in some, uh, I believe, some Hammer films, uh, some Dracula films of sorts. So there's usually somebody who's who's known that pops up. I mean, even Liam Neeson and Ewan McGregor well were known. Natalie Portman was already kind of known with doing the other ones. So usually you get a mix of unknowns and a few knowns and so Gary Oldman would be a perfect fit for that and uh, in a mentor role or a villain either way would be a wonderful fit and I'm very excited about that possibility Uh, another not so exciting thing though going around the rumor mill uh, there apparently at some point Fox considered For the new Fantastic Four movie, which they have been doing some casting. They're trying to cast right now for uh, Sue Storm. And uh, Emmy Rossum has been up for the part, as well as some other actresses. So, you know, nothing that I know of yet has been cast at this time. But it was revealed that there was apparently a consideration to have dr doom as a woman now i would take that also with a grain of salt because nothing has been confirmed on that there was just a consideration and so this could happen this could not happen we don't know yet but uh, i wouldn't panic at, at the thought of this yet it is just kind of known that there was a consideration uh... some of the interesting other news this isn't really a comic book related but uh, uh, the director, Colin Trevorrow, I guess that's how you say his name. He's directing Jurassic World, the fourth in the series of the Jurassic Park franchise. Uh, the film is right now set slated for a June 12, 2015 release. And uh, the MTV News actually sat down and spoke with Chris Pratt, who also is actually in the Lego movie. He is actually the lead character, Emmett, in the Lego movie. Uh, but... He actually, we have some quotes here from him uh, about the upcoming Jurassic World film. Uh, He says, what I liked about it is that it answers the questions of why would they do that? How do you suspend disbelief to be like, oh yes, let's make this mistake again. We haven't learned our lesson about dinosaurs. We should definitely live with them and see how that works out. And after three tries, they answer the question really well through the script. Colin did a great job of writing it and justifying it. Kind of in his own way, having fun with that so that anybody who goes in with that question will be really amused the way I was. Um... He describes his character as a little bit between Dr. Alan Grant and Jeff Goldblum's D- Dr. Ian Malcolm. You'll remember Sam Neill played Dr. Alan Grant and Jeff Goldblum played e- Dr. Ian Malcolm. Uh, and he says he's got a little bit of Goldblum's cynicism, but then also the Sam Neill excitement at the wonder, the biology of all. Uh, so yes, that is coming up. I'm rather excited about this. I have enjoyed the the franchise, except for you know that second one was almost felt like a repeat of the first one too much. The third one kind of took us some new directions. It was fun. Uh, Nothing so far has topped the first one. Uh, so now, moving on to the Avengers Age of Ultron front. Some very exciting news. It looks like Paul Bettany uh, will be having an expanded presence in the in the film. Uh, and it's been reported by the Daily Mail from England that, and Variety has confirmed this, that he will be playing The Vision. Now, The Vision, for those of you who don't know, uh, he is an android that is originally kind of a villain at some point who who gets kind of reprogrammed to, to, to actually join the Avengers. Uh, now this coming along with, with Ultron who is also an android. Now these are of course thinking machines and created by Hank Pym. Uh, this is very exciting to see how this all will fit in. Uh, if you're not familiar with the Bettany, but he, he's no stranger to Marvel Studios films. He actually was Tony, uh, Tony Stark's computer Jarvis in the Iron Man films. Also, the uh, the Avengers, you know, Jarvis pops up. Now, this is kind of an odd thing because Jarvis in the comics is actually a man. He's a butler. Uh, I, I'm guessing maybe, this is my own thought, they, that they were afraid that people would look at Tony Stark as being like Batman and having a butler like Alfred, whose name is Jarvis. Uh, And so I guess to to get rid of any chance of the similarities of being the billionaire superhero kind of guy, they've made it a computer, which has worked out nicely. Uh, It's been a very kind of entertaining character. Uh, We are still expecting a May 1st, 2015 release of Avengers Age of Ultron. Alright, moving along here over to the DC Universe. Ben McKenzie, who uh, was in Southland in the OC. I haven't seen either of those, but he's taken a lead role of Detective James Gordon in the Fox and Warner Brothers television Gotham. Uh, so, you know, it's kind of interesting. I didn't know that they were actually basing this around Commissioner Gordon. Well, of course, he's not a commissioner at the time, he's a detective. Uh, so it should be a kind of an interesting take, especially if they go from the, the concept of maybe Batman's beginnings, but from. Detective Gordon's perspective of the early days of Batman. Uh, so I'm not sure exactly where they're going with this, but it's supposed to be explaining, also, exploring the origin story of Commissioner James Gordon and the villains that made Gotham famous. So who knows what's going on. Ben McKenzie has been quoted on his Twitter. He says, All I can promise is I will do my best not to screw this up. I can't wait to get to work. Well, I can't wait to see what you all have come up with. A Gotham series hopefully would be very exciting. And also on the DC front... Uh, Producer Greg Berlanti uh, has been talking about the difference between the arrow and flash. Um, and he talks about actually some of the actors playing them Uh, but here's a quote that he told Digital Spy Barry, played by Grant Gustin is different from Oliver played by Stephen Amell Uh, he's a man of science and has more of a sci-fi bent whereas Arrow has a bit more of a crime bent we often talk about how Oliver comes off like a pessimist but deep down he's an optimist and has hope Barry lost his mother at a very young age his father was sent to prison for murdering his mom he went through a lot of stuff and on the surface he's bubbly and upbeat and seems like an optimist But deep down, maybe there's no hope left So they're really a nice contrast to each other And the show functions in that way, I think Certainly in the pilot scripts, Barry has an effervescence and a lightness But there's still a dark well beneath that Uh, So yes, very exciting We're also going to apparently be seeing the beginnings of Star Labs with the Flash Uh, And it even has been mentioned that if the Flash pilot doesn't get picked up That Barry will be seen, Barry Allen, will be appearing in the Arrow series Very exciting news uh, I you know I know a friend of mine, well, actually y'all would know Phil, who has been waiting for a good Flash series to come on. There was a Flash series way back in the 90s. It was actually pretty good, but it didn't really put a lot of attention in a lot of the, the rogues gathering that the Flash has. So, uh, excited to see where this goes. And that is the news we have for the week. Alrighty, before we move on to the special audio I have for you this week, I would like to take the time to remind you, the listeners of the Neverland podcast, that Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free—that's right, free—thirty-day trial to give you, the listener of the of the Neverland podcast, the opportunity to check out their services. Okay, now I've been recommending for the past few weeks the Hobbit unabridged by J.R.R. Tolkien mainly because that's the type of thing I figure the audience who stuck with me this long would probably be interested in. After all, I did do a review of the movie, and you sat through it. Uh, and So you're probably into things like that. Also, if you go to the, my website, NeverlandPodcast.com, and you follow the links of for Audible, there are Star Wars books on there as well, and I'm sure you will enjoy them. And you can listen to them in your car. You can listen at work. There's really no reason for you to not go to AudibleTrial.com slash NeverlandPodcast, Once again, that's audibletrial.com slash neverlandpodcast and get your free audiobook, plus you help out the show, so it's like a double whammy. Okay. Now, on to the special content that I have dug up just for you. Uh, I had planned on doing a He-Man and the Masters of the Universe themed show at some point, which I'm sure we will do several of them. Uh, I had different ways of how I could do this, and I wasn't sure how to do it, but I managed to find some audio uh, that I am going to share with you. It's Basically, it's a couple of read-along books that were released by Golden Books. Now, I had one book... Uh, it was called The Sword of Skeletor. It was actually uh, done – Golden Books also did videos where they would take like the artwork from the books and I think even they did some of the little miniature comic books they used to get with, the, your, with your Master of the Universe figures. They would take and uh, somewhat animate – the pictures uh, with recorded audio on these videotapes. Now, I didn't know about these videotapes until today when I was looking for all of this information uh, about you know some records and everything that might have accompanied uh, the book that I had. And I did manage to find the audio for a couple of books here. And uh, this was actually two sides of a record were two different stories uh, that we had a, a book that came with it. Now, uh, I was kind of looking around and I saw like on eBay and Amazon you can purchase some of the these, uh, which I'm kind of tempted to do just to uh, you know have a, a good solid vinyl copy, uh, but uh, we'll talk probably a little bit more on a, on a later episode of some a bit more of the details of Mattel's Masters of the Universe line. In fact, I've found uh, all... Oh, about 20 minutes of commercials for their toys, which at some point I would share that audio with you as well, although it's not as much fun to only hear the audio on that one without being able to see the figures they were talking about because the names may not... Click a memory with you, but I'm sure seeing the figures and seeing these commercials would. Uh, but I'll figure out how I want to do that. I might just put it up as a video cast at some point. Uh, but uh, the fun thing about listening to these old audios is when the toy line first came out, there was not, there was no Orco, there was no concept of Prince Adam and becoming He-Man through uh, saying by the power of Grayskull and all that. What you had was there was He-Man. And it was – there has been some – one of these audios mentions that he has like this kind of a super – armored thing, you know, the weird H-looking thing that he would wear. It was apparently supposed to be giving him power, uh, but he was the guardian of Castle Greyskull, which had been created and built by these uh, scientists and elders, and they held all these great and wonderful secrets inside the castle that must be protected, otherwise the forces of evil could get a hold of those secrets and rule all of Eternia, which Eternia on in some aspects, originally you would find Eternia was th- the kingdom that He-Man was from and where he lived it, and King Randor ruled over. Uh, And then other later iterations would have Eternia as, of course, the entire planet that all of this takes place on. Uh, There was a lot of different things that changed. Uh, In fact, one of the original concepts is if you had a figure of both Skeletor and He-Man, you noticed it was like a half-sword, and you could actually fit those together. The original concept is each one of them had a power sword, and the two of them combined actually could unlock all of the secrets of Greyskull. And we'll actually, at some point, I have some audio of where There's a little story thing of of the book that I... uh had, where Skeletor managed to get a hold of He-Man's half of the sword and was going to unlock the Secrets of Grayskull. Uh But we'll get to that audio at some other time. But until then, uh, well, the title of these two pieces of audio will be told to you when you hear it, and I hope you're going to enjoy this. The voice acting is incredibly cheesy, and that's just part of the fun of why we will enjoy something like this here at Neverland. So without further ado, I give you over to He-Man.
4: Hello, friends. I am He-Man, and I want you to read along as we listen to the adventures of the Masters of the Universe. Get ready for a lot of fun and excitement. Now, let's
5: start. Hidden deep within his mountain lair, Skeletor grins his deadly grin. His newest plot cannot fail. He has planned for everything. Everything, that is, except the, the power of Point Dread.
3: Behold, Beast Man. Soon I will be able to enter Castle Greyskull freely and learn its many secrets.
4: But, Master, what about He-Man? He is always there to guard the castle.
3: Ha! Not once I tie him up! Hmm. No chain ever made could hold He-Man. Fool, there are other ways to tie up a man. Sometimes feelings are stronger than steel, like feelings of duty. Mm. Cease your brainless snorting and observe. Here lies Castle Grayskull, and over there is the kingdom of Eternia, He-Man's true home. They are hours apart, even by the swiftest battlecraft. It is here in Eternia that I will tie up He-Man with invisible chains of duty!
5: He-Man enters the royal palace of King Randor, ruler of all Eternia. He-Man, welcome. I am honored by your visit.
4: Thank you, Your Highness. I'm just sorry I can't get here more often. You know I must spend most of my time guarding Castle Greyskull from the Lord of Destruction, Skeletor. Yes, I know,
5: He-Man. And all Eternia is proud of you, and grateful. Miles away, Skeletor watches He-Man on his magic lens.
3: The time is right! Stand over there, Beast-Man, and hold that boulder over your head! I will magically make your image appear in King Randor's throne room!
5: With a blaze from Skeletor's energy blade, Beast-Man's image appears behind King Randor's throne. Watch out, your highness! What?
4: The pillars falling! Ah! No! Sire, hold on! Thank the fates, he's alive!
5: Back in the mountains, Skeletor howls with glee.
3: Ha <laughs> ha! My plan is working perfectly. Now for part two of my plot. Ah, there's what I seek. A common ant hill. But not so common once my energy blade does its work. Behold!
4: Master, those tiny ants are turning into gigantic monsters.
3: Yes, beast man. And under my spell, they are now headed for the kingdom of Eternia.
5: Back at the king's palace, Man-at-Arms brings news.
4: Don't despair, He-Man. Although the king is very weak and must rest for a long while, he will be fine. Thank goodness. Yet, how could I have made such a mistake? I almost destroyed the man. He doesn't blame you, He-Man. We all know you must have been tricked by Skeletor somehow. Speaking of whom, we must soon return to Castle Grayskull. No, friend. I now have a new duty, and it binds me here in this palace. Until the king is well again, I must stay and protect the kingdom in his place. But what if there's danger at Castle Grayskull? If Skeletor causes trouble, the sorceress will send word and I will hurry there. But the castle is so far from here, you may not get there in time. Yes, I know, but that is my burden
5: to bear. Without warning, Skeletor's giant mutant ants attack the city of Eternia, leaving destruction in their wake. Sound the alarm! Giant monsters attacking all parts of the North Wall! Find He-Man! Hurry! In moments, Eternia's new protector is at the North Wall.
4: Back! Foul demon! You are no match for He-Man! This is another of Skeletor's nightmarish tricks. Look, He-Man! They're retreating into the foothills. I'm going after them. You stay here, man-at-arms, in case there's another attack. Wow. Why, it's Sodak, the Cosmic Enforcer. Greetings, Sea man I, I am, am here to right a great play. wrong. Follow me. There, there is a balance a to the, the universe which must be kept. Be kept. But, but Skeletor, Skeletor has upset that balance by like playing a terrible a trick, trick on you with his energy blade. blade. Yes, I know that now. But how can I guard Castle Greyskull, when Eternia needs me as well? How can I be two places at once? Here is your answer, He-Man. Behold, Point Dread. It was created by the same scientists who built Castle Greyskull ages ago, before the Great War. Point Dread moves through both time and space, so you can go anywhere in Eternia in an instant. Just, just fly, fly the, the Talon, Talon Fighter above it, above it to any place, place you, you want, want to go. go. The, the scales, scales of destiny are once again, again balanced. Farewell, He-Man. He's gone. Well, let's see what Point Dread looks like inside. Hmm. A monitor of Greyskull, and look, Skeletor and Beastman are just outside its walls. I must get there quickly.
5: He-Man leaps to the controls of the Talon Fighter.
4: This battle plane was designed for two pilots, but I don't have time to find someone else. I must fly this alone. Skeletor must be stopped!
5: And so, with his mighty strength and skill, He Man forces the giant warbird speeding toward Castle Greyskull. At that same moment, Skeletor is eyeing his new prize. Just think, Beast Man!
3: Now I can take over Castle Greyskull at my leisure, confident that He-Man is hours away from here, protecting his foolish little kingdom!
5: <laughs> In a flash, He-Man finds himself at Castle Greyskull.
3: Surrender to the power of Point Dread! Yeah,
4: that blade is too powerful for us, Master! We must flee! Yeah.
3: You win this time, He-Man, but I'll be back!
5: As He-Man lands the Talon Fighter atop the castle, Point Dread reappears, and it attaches neatly to the top tower. Ah, an added
4: bonus. Point Dread is also my key to Castle Grayskull. I'm already inside. That's correct, He-Man. The spirit of Castle Grayskull.
5: Yes, once again. You have saved the castle from Skeletor, He-Man. I thank you.
4: No, no thank the powers of good for point Red and the talent fighter without them i never would have arrived in time
5: return now to your city skeletor's spell is broken the king is well and the monsters have vanished farewell in moments he-man is back in the kingdom of eternia Thanks to the Talon Fighter and Point Bread. He Man, we just received word from the Sorceress that you defeated Skeletor at Castle Grayskull.
4: But how? You've only been gone ten minutes. <laughs> well, let's just say I got the point.
5: Do your eyes deceive you? Are He Man and Man at Arms really locked in Mortal Kombat? If so, then it is a bad of things to come. It could mean danger at Castle Rayskull. I have you now, He-Man.
4: Never, Man-at-Arms! Defeat shall be yours! Take that! Oh, blast! I missed! Ha! My weapon! Shattered! You're finished now, Man-at-Arms!
3: Father! He-Man! Stop! This is madness! Please!
4: No, Tila, we weren't really fighting. No, my dear, we were merely trying out a new weapon I had invented.
3: Well, it looks like it needs more work, Father.
4: Yes, you're right, but better to find out in a mock battle than in a real one. Speaking of which, when are you going to test the new attack track? Soon, He-Man, but it still needs some adjustments. Sometimes it acts
5: strange, almost as if it had a mind of its own. Overhead, Zor, the sorceress's Falcon, arrives with a message.
2: I your leave, He-Man.
3: There is trouble. Skeletor and his men have been spotted, approaching Castle Grisker from the north. They are only a short march away from it.
4: We'll take the Talon Fighter. We must get there quickly. But He-Man, the Talon Fighter, can only carry two of us.
3: No, you go ahead, Father. I'll take the attack track and meet you at Castle Grayskull later. Now go.
4: This Talon Fighter is truly amazing. Yes, with its magic, we'll be at Castle Grayskull in moments. And with Skeletor around, every moment counts. Hang on. (laughs) Hang on.
5: In a flash, our two heroes arrive at their destination.
4: I don't understand, He-Man. Skeletor and his band are nowhere in sight. Yes, tis
5: strange. Then we'll just have to wait. Meanwhile, Tila is giving the attack track quite a workout. This vehicle is marvelous. These giant treads can handle even the toughest ground.
3: I should be near Castle Graceful now. Wait! Who could that be out here? Manny Faces! How did you get here?
5: I... I don't really know. I can't seem to remember. Suddenly, Manny Faces changes into his beast self. Ah!
3: No, Manny Faces! Let me go!
5: From behind a rock steps...
3: Skeletor, I might have known you were behind this. Release Manny Faces from your spell! No, my dear! I still have need of him, and you as well! I shall place you under my control. Energy Blade, work your spell. No, I won't let you. <laughs> I knew He-Man would fly ahead and leave Teela to follow. Now I have her and the attack track. What is that?
5: Suddenly, a smoke screen billows out of the attack track.
3: <laughs> Curse this machine! It must have a defense system. Leave it here to rot. Let's get to Castle Grayskull.
5: Later at Castle Grayskull...
3: Triclops, use your gamma vision to look around this corner. What do you see? He-Man and Man-at-Arms are standing in the Watchtower, Master. Eh! Excellent. Now it's Teela's turn to help me. Go forward, my dear, and call He-Man. He-Man, I'm here. Open the jaw bridge. Yes, right away, right, Teela. Right, Teela. your weapons, He-Man, and remove your super suit. That's right. <laughs> now I am master of Castle Greyskull, and I will learn its secrets. Trapjaw! Take these three away to the dungeon!
5: Below ground in the dungeon.
3: <laughs> Who'd have thought it? The mighty He-Man locked up in a dingy
4: cell! Quiet, fool! <laughs> yeah!
3: My, my, is that the best the great He-Man can do? Just throw water?
4: (laughs) Don't talk to me. Just leave me alone.
3: Just for that, I'm going to stay and keep you company. Say, did I ever tell you about the time I fought off sixteen giant spiders?
5: Upstairs, Skeletor is busy trying to study the castle's command center.
3: Beastman, leave that alone! Don't touch that merman! Uh, How can I learn the secrets of the castle with you bumblers poking around?
4: Master, what does this lever do?
3: Serves the fool right!
5: Meanwhile, in the dungeon, a strange change is taking place.
3: Then the sword went... What's happening? I can't
4: move my mouth! It worked. He's rusted shut. What?
3: Of course. That's why He-Man threw the water at him, and then kept him here talking. The iron in his jaw and arm is rusted tight. He can't even move or call for help. Get his keys.
4: The game is finished, Skeletor.
3: No! Beastman! Merman! Get them!
4: Uh, Looks like your master is escaping and leaving you with the dirty work. But we'll have this bunch cleaned up in no time.
3: Right. I'll go after Skeletor. One more step, he-man, and Teela is finished. Throw down your weapons.
5: What's that? What are you doing? Seemingly out of nowhere, the battle falcon Zor swoops down and drops a bomb from his backpack. Great shot, Zor. You blew him right over the castle wall. Curse
3: you, He-Man! You and all your friends and your weapons and...
4: Look, He-Man, it's a track. It's firing lasers at Skeletor. <laughs> I think you are right, Man-at-Arms. That machine does have a mind of its own. Well,
3: there goes Skeletor and his band, many
1: faces.
4: And his spell over me is now broken. That only leaves our jailed trap-jaw to deal with. What should we do with our rusted foe? Perhaps you can use him as a dummy for combat practice. Hey, man-at-arms!
5: <laughs> Coming soon. Watch for new adventures so you can act out the action and help He-Man fight the battle for all the power in the universe.
3: I, Skeletor, will finally defeat He-Man!
5: I'll use the talent fighter to stop Skeletor! In a flash, He-Man's hurled through space and time. Surrender to the power of Red's talent fighter! You
3: win, He-Man, but I'll be back! <laughs>
0: Now, tell me that wasn't fantastically cheesy and fantastically awesome. Uh, I really enjoy listening to that. It it, it is is so off-the-wall fun. I mean, really, the old uh, Masters of Universe television series that we all watched was pretty goofy and cheesy and crazy with their moral lessons at the end. But we love it anyway, and boy, I tell you what, these little, these audio recordings of these books really take the cake and really take me back. I mean, boy, He-Man was just the greatest toy you could have next to Star Wars when we were kids. And so this will obviously not be the only time we come visiting Eternia or even Etheria in a future show. Um but, of course, that's coming up for a later time. When will we come back? I don't know. It depends on if I have a bunch of people who suddenly bombard me with, please, more He-Man, more He-Man. Uh, we've got so many different things to talk about here at Neverland that uh, it's hard for me to, each week to decide what I want to talk about next. There's just so much fun to be had, and I hope you've been enjoying it. And, in fact, I would like to hear from you to let me know how you're enjoying it. You can email me, podcast at neverlandpodcast.com uh, follow me on twitter which is at neverlandpcast that is of course the letter p neverland podcast on twitter on facebook it is facebook.com/neverlandpodcast uh you can also please do subscribe on itunes and stitcher or stitcher you know you could subscribe to both and i'd be happy either way as long as you're getting a chance to listen to this uh, every week tell all your friends tell all your enemies share about it on facebook on your twitter feeds let everybody know about the fun we're having here at the neverland podcast um And also, please take the time on iTunes and Stitcher to write me up a review. It does help the algorithms to help a few more people find the Neverland podcast when they're hopefully searching for it. Or maybe they don't know they're searching for it and they just happen to see and say, well, what is this? You know, we want to invite them to come along with us and fly off to Neverland every time that we go because it's it's not it's too much fun for just me to have by myself. So so I'm sharing it with y'all a little something positive, which is what we try to do each week. Just have a good time, act like big kids, which is a good way to get through your life. It helps to deal with the stress of things. So always remember to grab the nearest pixie dust or grab the nearest pixie and, and sprinkle a little dust in your life and sprinkle it on a few other people. You know, share a good positive and fun attitude with other people because we all are together on this on this whole big planet uh so you know god bless and we'll see you all next week here at the neverland podcast